Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee Conservatives of and Carmen Glancy with Homes of Idaho Real Estate. And now, here's Daniel. Are you tired of the lies and the deception coming across the airwaves of major media as they twist and they spin things to make it look like everybody who is trying to follow the Constitution is just a terrorist or something like that? That is the image that we're getting across the board. And it even happens here in television stations in Idaho, which is very disconcerting to me. Good morning. This is Dr. Daniel Bobinski with Keep the Republic. And we are going to be talking about the uh, events that have happened at the Idaho legislative session in a very unfiltered way today. Uh, with me today is Brandy Parody from Stop Idaho Rhinos. And we're going to be discussing some of the bills that, well, you might have had an interest in. And of course, you're going to hear me encouraging you to become involved if you're not already involved in our local government. A few weeks back, we had Colonel John Mills on talking about the way to bring back our country is to get involved at the local level. And he's so right about that. I mean, he was in the in the swamp. He didn't know it, as he says. He was in the swamp, and he's realized that we cannot fix this country from the top down. We've got to start at the county level and get involved there. And that's what Stop Idaho Rhinos has been all about, is exposing what's been happening at the local level. We're very honored to have Brandy with us this morning. But before we get started, I do want to give a shout out to some of our sponsors, including the Exodus Institute. ThinkExodus.org is the website. That's ThinkExodus.org. They're an online school with a fully accredited K-12 program taught by experienced credential teachers with Christian values, no political agendas, no woke indoctrination. So they've got that plus an enrichment program. If you're already homeschooling and you want a little help for your 5th through 12th grader, check out thinkexodus.org. They do all the teaching. It's on-demand video instruction. They do all the grading. It's only $20 a month, and you can cancel anytime. Once again, that's thinkexodus.org. Dot org. I also want to give a shout out to Tom Lopak from Picture Perfect Window Cleaning. Every house has windows, and if you want a clear view for these spring days coming down, you want those windows to be clean. And Tom Lopak with Picture Perfect is the place you want to give a call to. The phone number is 208-401-6265. That's 401-6265. They don't just do window cleaning. They also do gutter cleaning and screen repair and power washing. But if you want clean windows at a discount, tell them that you heard about this at the Keep the Republic show, and Tom's going to knock 10% off your bill just for saying you heard about it on Keep the Republic. If you're getting your windows washed and the bill is more than $250, Tom's going to knock $50 off your bill. Again, just tell them you heard about it on Keep the Republic. You can also check them out online at windowcleaningboise.com. That's windowcleaningboise.com. Well, as I said, we're going to be talking about the wrap-up of the Idaho session, which wrapped up just this past week. And with me today is Brandy Parody from Stop 
Idaho Rhinos. Brandy, first of all, this is your first time on the show. Welcome to the show. But tell us a little bit about what drove you, what motivated you to get involved in Stop Idaho Rhinos. Well, uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, what made me want to get involved was the fact that Idaho has a huge rhino problem. I guess people are smart enough to know that they have to run as a Republican to win an election in Idaho. And then they get to the state house and they do not work for the people with Republican values. And so many people seem to be disconnected and they don't really realize what's actually going on down there. So Stop Idaho Rhinos has been able to spend lots of time watching committees, watching House sessions, Senate sessions, clipping videos in real time and sharing them with the public so that they can really see what it is that their elected representatives are doing for them down there. And that's so important because these are decisions that our elected representatives are making that impact every Idahoan's life, including ours, right? And so if we're not paying attention, if we're not doing what you guys are doing, if we're not paying attention to what's happening at the statehouse, then we're just on the end of the spectrum, so to speak, being whipped around and having no say in the matter. Our founders were very clear. These are Christian founders. I mean, I remember reading about John Jay the first Supreme Court justice in the United States, saying that it is a our duty and privilege to select and prefer Christians as our rulers. And he was a Christian, right? He said, we need to do this. We need to get involved. If we're not involved, then, well, then the people on the other side of the aisle, whether it's uh, politically or spiritually, are going to be stepping up. So first of all, I want to say thank you for being involved in that. Just as an overview statement, what are your thoughts that stick out to you as big wins in this previous session, the one that just wrapped up this past week? Oh, boy. Okay, so we did have some some good wins. We most definitely could have done more, but we passed some some good bills. They took huge fights, but to protect children, things that pre-COVID we would have never imagined ever having to have a bill that said kids need to have separate bathrooms in their schools. Boys don't belong in girls' bathrooms. You know, we we got that bill through. So we passed a bill that said that CPS cannot remove children from a home based on a children's vaccination status. We passed some good things like that. Well, let's just review those real quick. So this bathroom okay. bill yep. was... Yep. I can't believe that that people would push back against this, but this was a bill that said if you're a biological male, then you have to use a male's bathroom. You can't use a female's bathroom, a biological in, female's bathroom. In schools, correct. Yeah. Correct. And that passed, um, right? It did pass, but it was it was first introduced February 13th. And the governor signed it finally on March 22nd. It took so long. It shouldn't have even needed that much discussion. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the the Senate bill, uh, I believe it was 1029, that the Child Protective Services cannot remove children from the home based on the VAX status of the child. And that that hadn't happened, but they could see that coming, couldn't they? Definitely. Definitely. Just with all of the the crazy vaccine mandates and whatnot that were coming down during the pandemic. Uh, they saw the writing on the wall with that one for sure. 
So let's let's go through some of these Senate bills. Um, okay. There was a Senate bill about educational savings accounts that oh, yes. that failed, right? Yes, it did. Um, Tammy Nichols, she worked really hard on that, and it would have allowed parents to be in charge of their children's education and decide what the best fit is for them, whether that be keeping them in a public school, putting them in a private school, homeschooling. But it was basically the funding for the child would follow the child to wherever the parent decided was the best fit. Right. The rhinos didn't like that. No. And no. and so and I'm going to just guess that maybe there's some folks in our audience today, Brandy, that uh, don't know exactly what rhino means. It, it stands for Republican in name only. Yes. Uh, and we have a lot of that in the States. We have a lot. We are blessed in that we have, and when it comes to registered voters, a four to one advantage. There are four registered Republicans for every registered Democrat in this state. Mm-hmm. So you would think that if you take a look at the conservative Republican Party platform, that people would be following that platform. But that's not the right. case. Because Correct. I know people who are very Democrat, who have run for office as Republicans and won, and then they vote as a Democrat. Yes. So they really are a Republican only in name. And we've got mm-hmm. a lot of those people in the House right now, don't we? We sure do. And, you know, the last primary, we did a really good job at flipping the seats. We got some really great legislators in that came in as freshmen and just they did really, really good things this session. But we still have a lot of work to do this next this next election cycle, for sure. And I'm going to point out that, you know, as I said just a few minutes ago, here's John Jay saying that we is our right and duty to select and prefer Christians as our rulers, people who get elected to office and to represent our views. And John Adams wrote a lot about how the Christian worldview is so important to govern this country, that our constitution was made only for a moral and Christian people. So we really need to do need to get Christians involved in this. So I know a lot of the folks, if not all the folks at Stop Idaho Rhinos are believers. So, so thank yes. you for that. And being involved, standing for the conservative, constitutionally minded principles. We have some legislators who are blatant rhinos, some people who have received votes of no confidence from their home districts. There's been oh, a, yes. Been a couple yes. of those. What do you know about that? Well, I know that um, Canyon County did a vote of no confidence for uh, Julie Yamamoto based off of the Republican Party platform and the fact that she adamantly worked against protecting children this last session. She was the reason the first library bill failed uh, in her committee. She worked together behind the scenes with librarians to bring forth this other bill that was going to do nothing, really. It it took all liability off of the institution of the library, which our taxes provide those books in the library. So we are essentially buying these books and librarians are just handing them out to our children. And they, they say that these books aren't in the libraries and So people would go into her committee to testify and she wouldn't allow them to read the books. And that they they wouldn't allow them to read the books. You're talking about to provide evidence of what was in the books at the state house. 
Correct. So we had a mom that traveled from up north here down to the state house. And before she did her presentation, she said, um, you know, maybe we want to ex- it, uh, excuse the page from the room because I want to read excerpts from this book. And um, Julie Yamamoto got pretty irate about it and said that I will not be allowing you to do that. And there was a little back and forth between her and another representative that was on the committee. And she just put her foot down and said that it wasn't happening and that the book could be passed around. Well, then that ended up with legislators saying, well, we saw the material and it wasn't bad. We had Gregory Lantine, who sits on the House Ed Committee, that said that all of these books that the parents presented to them and Senator Carlson presented to them and Jaron Crane, that they were just rated PG. There was nothing bad about them. Uh, Yeah, I would beg to differ. I've seen these books and they are basically pornography in cartoon form. You yes. have you have drawings of children performing sex acts on each other, and it is not PG in any way, Correct. shape, or form. Correct. Uh, and so we have a fact that that these books can't even be read in the state house, and yet we're allowing mm-hmm. them in our libraries. And here's Julie Yamamoto who said no. And and so she's had this vote of no confidence. Who else has had votes of no confidence? Um, Roten. He is also a Canyon County legislator. I believe District 13 censured him. And then um, Lori McCann, who is District 6, she received a vote of no confidence in Lataw County last week. And so let's I talk believe- a little bit about that because a lot of folks don't know what happened there. Uh, Representative McCann was was selected by the governor to fill a vacancy. Yes, normal. And a lot of folks don't know the normal process for filling a vacancy in the house. When when a vacancy occurs, the district that is supposed to be the home district for whoever left the house is supposed to present three names to the governor, and the governor is supposed to choose from those three names. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the new uh, representative? Because that's the district, right? We, we elected so and so. We know what the people in our district think. We know what, how they act. We know who we want to represent us. And so they chose three names. Well, the governor, for a year, for since the founding of the state, has always chosen from those three names until Butch Otter, and he realized that he was not obligated by law to choose from those three names. And he chose somebody that he wanted for the district. And Brad Little has continued that particular process. So here's the Lata district that said, hey, we want these three people, choose from these three. And he says, no. And he chooses Lori McCann. That should mm-hmm. tell us something about the mindset of Brad Little, because Lori McCann isn't exactly what we would call a conservative. She is the, I think, the epitome or one of the five in the house that is very much the epitome of who, someone who is a Republican in name only. Most definitely. Most she definitely. With Democrats almost all the time. Yeah. And it's worth noting that she happens to be the vice chair of the House Ed Committee. So she was right there with Julie Yamamoto, you know, killing, killing this library bill, not allowing it through. And then anytime her constituents would ask her about it, she would just say it was a bad bill. Wouldn't tell anyone why, but it was just a bad bill. It's a bad bill. That's all you have to say. Yeah. Yep. Well, there yep. was a, a another House bill that she was involved with heavily, and that was the what we call now the IACI launch. <laughs> Wait, it's funny. IACI we don't even launch. refer to it as a House bill. It was House Bill 24. 
Right. But this was uh, it's so amazing because they shot down the educational savings account bill because it was going to cost too much money to, to administer the bill, to administer the law. But yet they went ahead and passed this IAKI launch, which spends $8,500 per high school graduate in the state of Idaho if they want to get training into one of the jobs that the companies in IAKI want them to get. Did I Do I have that correct? Correct. And they did amend it to where it's only $8,000 now because originally the money could be used for housing and travel and all of this. So they took that out and it's only $8,000 now. But the decider of these careers is the Workforce Development Council, which is all chosen by the governor. And they get to decide which jobs are in high demand. And so on this Workforce Development Council, you have, I believe it's uh, St. Luke's is on there. There's a whole bunch of big business in, on IACI yes. that benefit. And yes. here's the thing with Lori McCann, who, again, as you say, got a vote of no confidence in her district. Uh, she is on the Workforce Development Council, appointed there by the governor. And so rules of the House, this is interesting where people need to know this. Rules of the House say that if you have a conflict of interest, when you're voting, you need to declare it to the House. You need to tell your your cohorts there in the House, hey, I have a conflict of interest. I'm voting this way, but here's my conflict. And people can discuss that. But someone who's a senior legislator approached her and said, hey, you need to declare your conflict of interest. And she got adamant and said, I do not and I will not. That's scary because mm-hmm. she gets a say in who gets that money. So this really is a a, a situation we have representatives who are not acting in the interest of the people, but are acting in the interest of big business. If you're just tuned in, we are talking with Brandy Parody from Stop Idaho Rhinos. This is Keep the Republic here on KBXL. And I want to give a shout out also to some of more of our sponsors. Mike Hahn is an associate broker with Home River Realty. He's been a licensed real estate broker since 2005. And if you're looking to purchase a house, Mike is going to take the time to find the right property for you or properties. And if you want to buy a house, he's going to make sure that you get your financial investment needs met. You can contact Mike at 208-939-9033. That's 208-939-9033. Or you can reach him at IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. You can also reach him, by the way, at email. Get this, Michael.Hon, that's H-O-N, at PM.me. I also want to give a shout out to Conservatives Of. They've been a sponsor of this show since the beginning. Conservatives Of is a political action committee that helps get constitutionally minded Christian folks elected to office. We have people in the House and the Senate right now who are there with the help of Conservatives Of. If you want to help with that effort, simply go to conservativesof.com and make a donation because that's going to be helping get conservative, constitutionally-minded Christian folks elected to office and constitutionally-minded legislation passed because they work to support those bills as well, like what Brandy and I are talking about. Again, conservativesof.com. And while you're there, go ahead and, and just type a little note to say, hey, thanks for sponsoring the Keep the Republic show on KBXL. We are talking with Brandy Parody of Stop Idaho Rhinos, very active in trying to get conservative, constitutionally-minded legislation passed in the House. And Brandy, 
there's so many bills. We just touched on a few things here, but there's so many bills that went through that were good, some that were bad. We had a couple of really good wins. Uh, we had House Bill 71, which prevented the ability of sex changes to occur in minors in the state of Idaho. There was a lot of pushback on this uh, because for some reason, we have people in this state who think that minors, well, they can't have a beer, they can't buy a gun, but by gosh, they can go ahead and decide that they want to be a different gender and make a permanent medical change to their body. No. Thankfully, we had some legislators who said, who agreed with that. No. Sex, uh, that was uh, sex changes for children, Bill 71. Did you want to speak anything to that? Um, yes, it was actually really crazy watching this bill because it started way back in the beginning of February, February 2nd. It was first introduced by Representative Skog and the governor did not sign it until just this week, April 4th. It took that long to push it through. They were dragging their feet on it so bad. And what I found pretty crazy about it, listening to the debates on the floor, we actually had Republicans that were against protecting children from this. And so we stand by the label Republicans in name only. Most definitely. Um, we had Treg Burnt from Meridian. He is a freshman first year, and he literally was in tears on the floor saying that he could not support this bill and Harkton and Van Orden and Schroeder, they were all against protecting children. I mean, this is just saying, like, you can't do sex changes on kids until they're 18. No puberty blockers, no hormones until they're 18. Just let them get to 18 and then they can do what they want. As an adult. And we have people right. against it. Yeah, it is, that is crazy that we have people who call themselves Republican, if you take a look at the Republican Party platform, you have to be an adult to make some of these decisions. These are right. life-altering decisions. Similar bills, uh, actually tangential bills, I guess you could say, uh, we have a bill that went through no funds for abortion. Thank God for that. That was House Bill 22. And then there was a very recent signing, House Bill 242, which prevented the transporting of minors out of state to have an abortion. Without parental permission. Yes. So uh, a friend or an uncle or somebody like that couldn't just grab up a kid and take them to get an abortion without the parents knowing. So that was that was a really good win also. And actually, our governor received a letter from the governor of Washington state and the governor of Washington state was advocating that Brad Little veto this bill because right. of the of the increased number of deaths that it would cause. And, and oh, my gosh. And he was he was almost insinuating that it was going to cause damage to Washington state residents if the governor signed this bill uh, that was, as you say, going to prevent the transport of minors out of state for abortions by anybody other than their parent. Right. There was also a bill 265 that was going to disallow drag shows for minors. <laughs> That yes. bill never even made it out of committee. What's up with that? Yes, it actually made it through the House. So it passed in the House, uh, 48 to 21. And then when it was time to go to the Senate, it was sent to Senate State Affairs Committee, which uh, Jim Guthrie is the chair of. And he wouldn't hear it, would not do it. 
he just drug his feet and drug his feet. And then finally, in the last couple of weeks of session, admitted that, yeah, he wasn't willing to hear it. And he came up with his own bill, but it was too late to push it through. So they were going to print it and bring it again this next session. It is sad that we have such egos involved and people who are associated with the Republican Party who put ours after their name to get elected in this state, but then vote like Democrats and don't protect the sanctity of life nor the innocence of children. They're all about getting people exposed to these wacko left-wing ideology, the social justice stuff. Brandy, boy, I am so glad that you took the time to be with us on the show. I'm looking at the clock and we are out of time. There's so much more we could talk about on this. You know, thank you for being on. And if you want to come back on the show, we're going to definitely have you back on the show to talk some more. Oh, thank you. But but you have been uh, uh, just out there doing the fight with Stop Idaho Rhinos. How do people find Stop Idaho Rhinos? Um, well, you can go to StopIdahoRhinos.com. There you can sign up for our newsletter. And that will also get you all of the calls to action that we send out during the session. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Telegram. We're kind of all over the place. Sure. And by clarification, rhinos is spelled R-I-N-O. Correct. Standing for Republican in name only. Brandy Parody, thank you so much for joining me here on Keep the Republic. Thank you, Daniel. Have a great day. Thank you. And with that, we're going to bring the show to a close. This is Daniel Bobinski with Keep the Republic on KBXL. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you get involved. Make sure you look how you can get involved because it's us in this bottom-up government that makes a difference. We'll see you next week. Until then, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic. If you'd like to support this broadcast and fund Christian conservative candidates, visit conservativesof.com. And for your real estate needs, connect with Carmen Glancy with Homes of Idaho. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.